The following program is rated MC9. Some material may be too spooky for children under 9. We suggest listening together as a family. Resting up a snickering snack for a ghastly guest. While we wait for them to show up, here's tonight's story. It's about a couple who's moving to the small village, and they sell some strange candy to school children. I call this one the purple candy. <laughs> one day when I went to school, and I noticed a lot of people were eating purple candy. The candy came in all sorts of flavors, but it was all the same color, purple. My classmates seemed to really enjoy the candy, especially my best friend Chuck. He loves candy. He had a whole bag of purple candy and offered me some, and I took a piece and asked him where he bought it. He pointed to a house on the south side of the village. No one had lived there for a long time. Something terrible once happened in that house. The family who lived there, well, they were found hanging in the bedroom. Since then, no one dared to go near that house. Just the thought of it made me uneasy. I stuffed the candy in my bag and I went to class. When I got home from school, I asked my mom about it, and she told me a couple had moved into the house a couple days ago, and they made their living selling candy. The village children went to the house and droves every day after school to buy some purple candy to eat. I don't like eating candy. Whenever my friend Chuck went to buy some, he would give me a piece, but I never ate it. I just kept the candy in my bag, and when I got home, I gave it to a little boy who lives next door. A few days later, something strange happened. Chuck was sick for several days and he didn't come to class. And after school, I went straight to his home. His mother said she didn't know what was wrong with him. He had a high fever, but he refused to take any medicine. He just kept asking for purple candy. There were empty bags all around his bed. I wanted to help take care of him, so I offered to go get some candy for him. Chuck told his mother to give me some money and I trotted out the door in the direction of the house. When I got there, I saw a man sitting in a chair outside. He was eating and smoking a cigarette. He had an uneasy look on his face. When the woman came out of the house, she gave me a weird grin. Do you want to buy some purple candy? She asked. I said yes, and she handed me two bags. I gave her the money and left. As I was walking away, something about the old couple struck me as odd. The man who was sitting in the courtyard eating and smoking, he looked like he was only 30 years old. The woman looked very young and she was very beautiful. On top of that, she had a strange wound on her right hand with bloodstained cloth wrapped around it. When I got back to Chuck's house, I gave the bags of candy to his mother. She stuck a few pieces in Chuck's mouth and he sucked on them and after a few chews, he fell asleep. I decided to let him rest and I went home. The next day when I arrived at school, I heard from a classmate that Chuck was dead. They said that when the doctor opened him up, he found that his heart was gone and not a drop of blood was left in his body. Instead, his veins were filled with little bugs. I was terrified and devastated by the news. How could this be? Yesterday he seemed okay. How could he have died? 
after a few days, strange things started to happen. One of my classmates died. His body was found in the schoolyard and he still had some purple candy in his mouth. Just like Chuck, his heart was gone and there wasn't a drop of blood in his veins. And only bugs. And after a few days, another student died in the exact same way. He was also found with a piece of purple candy still in his mouth. Things grew more and more strange. That evening, I decided to call on my neighbor, Kevin. I convinced him to come with me, and I wanted to go to the house to see who was buying candy. I didn't dare go alone, and Kevin was brave. We hid behind the fence in the yard outside the house, watching the situation inside. A strange couple were inside the house, and they did not sleep. All we could hear was a strange woman humming. suddenly stood up and began walking to the house. I hissed at him and tried to get him back, but he didn't seem to hear me. He just kept walking and walking. The man opened the door to the house and Kevin went inside. Uh, I didn't know what to do, and I didn't know what Kevin was doing in there. I sneaked into the yard and crept up to the house, hiding myself in the shadows. I peeked through the window and I saw there was an old woman sitting on the bed. The man brought Kevin into the room and stood him before the old woman. She held out her fist and placed it against Kevin's chest. Then, in one swift motion, she reached into his chest and pulled out his heart. Kevin just stood there motionless with his head slumped down. The old woman lifted the bloody beating heart to her lips and she took a bite. I was so scared. My eyes were watering and tears were falling down my cheeks. I covered my mouth with both hands, afraid I would scream and they would discover me. As I watched in horror, she devoured the heart until there was nothing left. Then, before my eyes, she changed back into the beautiful young woman that I'd seen before. She held out her hand and touched Kevin on the chest. The place where she just whipped the heart out healed up as fast as if it was magic, and it left no scar. Kevin raised his head again, and he walked out of the house. His eyes were glazed, and he seemed to be in a daze. He walked off in the direction of his house. I ran all the way home and laid in bed shivering all night, afraid to go to sleep. The next day, I didn't go to school. I pretended I had a cold and I just stayed home, thinking about all the things that went on. I thought about the strange woman putting blood drops from her hand on the purple candy. I thought about her selling the tainted candy to kids who ate it. And I thought about the kids hearing the woman humming and walking towards her house. And I thought about the woman eating the children's hearts just to maintain her youthful looks. I thought about her replacing the blood and the veins with bugs just to manipulate their bodies. While I was laying in bed pretending to be sick, I heard the news that Kevin was dead, and I wasn't surprised. In fact, I was expecting it. I'm afraid that all of my friends are going to die one by one, and there's nothing that I can do to stop it. Who can I tell? Who can I trust? Who's going to believe me? So... And as the days went by, children in the village began to die. More and more of them died. And nobody knew why. Nobody. 
that is, except me. And then one day, a witch doctor came to the village. Since the regular doctor couldn't find anything wrong with me, my mom asked the witch doctor to come and take a look at me. The witch doctor could see in my mind. She knew I wasn't sick and I was just pretending. And I told her everything that was been going on. That night, the witch doctor took me to the house where the couple lived. They were just sitting out in the courtyard. While I hid behind the fence, the witch doctor crept up to the yard and placed a lot of magical amulets around. She also drew ancient magic characters on the rear walls of the house. The couple felt something wasn't right and they ran out of view. The witch doctor immediately held up some bells in her hand and shook them violently. The couple cried out as if they were in pain. The witch doctor started muttering and doing magic ceremonies. While I ducked down and hid behind the fence again, I couldn't see anything. But I heard their deafening screams. silent. When I finally worked up enough courage to take a peek, all I saw were two large pools of blood on the ground. I was so scared, I fainted on the spot. When I woke up the next day, the witch doctor told me that the couple were dead. She said they were goblins who had transformed themselves to look human. Soon, the whole village knew what happened. The witch doctor was asked to perform ceremonies over the graves of the kids who died. I went back to school and gradually the whole thing was forgotten. But nobody ever went to that assert house again. And nobody in the village was ever allowed to eat purple candy again. Goblins! Goblins! Ah, I didn't see that coming, did you? It's just a reminder to never take candy from strangers, eh, kiddos? Do you know what type of candy is never late? Chocolate! Well, that's all the time we have for this one. Join us next week for some more terror tales. Until next time, kiddos, remember to stay spooky. 